Hello, welcome back to another episode of Elijah Lippert's Sports Podcast. I'm going to get Coach Mike Swala of the Maple River Eagles on again. Talk about their big win against Blue Earth and their upcoming section championship game against Blooming Prairie. So I'm going to get him on the phone and we'll talk some Maple River football. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Doing well, thanks. No, no problem. No problem at all. Just happy to have you on again and keep talking football. So I appreciate it. All right. All right. So what a game against Blue Earth. Uh, you guys pulled it out 8-7 in overtime. Uh, can you give me and the listeners just a short recap of the game as well as uh, give us some stats from the game? Sure. Sure. Um, obviously, then it's 0-0 at the end of regulation. Uh, we, we knew it was going to be a tough battle. It was going to be called a dogfight the whole game. And um, Brewer had a couple of opportunities inside of 20 uh, in the second half. And uh, first half, we, we moved the ball a little bit, but there's always something, a drop pass here, a good tackle there. Um, we ended up having the punt repeatedly on, on uh, the first half. Second half, we...
that's what you did. He pitches back to land and they, they submarine our lineman and they'll plug the hole. So he pitched it back to Landon and and uh, same time Landon got the ball. Um, Zach Herman went for the went, uh, went to the end zone. He was in the end zone already, but just cut back to the to the sideline and caught the ball. So now we're seven to six and we're deciding if we're gonna go for two or one. And Buster decided to go for two, or I should say, Coach Drager, and uh, this play we worked on for a couple weeks. And, and it worked, worked to perfection. So we, we line up, and I don't know, did you see it at all? Yeah, I did. Um, I was, as I told you at church, I was at Target Center, but I did pull it up to catch overtime on my phone, so I did see it, yep. Yep, it was just, we line up kind of to a similar offense that we normally run, and, and we say shift and five guys move. So they're trying to figure out how we're lining up in the first place. You've got seconds to figure out a brand new formation you've never seen before. And and they didn't line up properly and, and it worked. Just like it was supposed to. So right. it was exciting and, and everybody went I mean, it, it's one of those games that you just no one deserved to lose that game. Um and we just got we came out on top. Right. You got some of the stats from the game too? Do they, with him running that much, do they just have a option heavy offense, or is, are they almost all? Yeah, you know, like I said, what I I don't know if I thought I told you what I thought they're gonna do there in a against Fairmont. They had a really good luck with a double tight end and two sniffers and a running back next to him. So what they do is they put the running back in the left hand side. They 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 try to find your weakness. And they go either direction, but they put a running back to our left-hand side and two sniffers behind the left-hand guard and tackle. They got a tight end over there, and everybody goes to that side. They just outnumber you. And the boys the boys have to fight every single play. They, they did that 45 times, outnumbered you 45 times, so one side or the other. And the boys just played their heart out.
line did their job, and they let our linebackers eat. And Mason Frank had 10 tackles. And uh, Nolan Buckholtz had five and a half. He's defense line. Um, our other linebackers was Ethan McGregor and Tim Buckholtz. They each had four and a half. Did you guys – I know you said they didn't pass a lot, but did you guys have any sacks at all? So he played both ways and some in the played game then. Yep, because uh, Ethan Evanson wasn't ready. He was here to ankle against the sewer. And uh, we had to change our defense around a little bit. We brought Bowden Simon in, like kind of for the running place. When they knew they were going to run in, in passing situations, we took Bowden off the field to give him a little rest for offense and brought Zach in and I, played safety. Okay. So it sounds like, uh, from what I gathered, um, the decision to go for two was made in the moment. You guys didn't have that necessarily planned out in advance. If you guys scored, it was just made in that moment by Dusty. Yep, yep, 100%. Yep, actually, uh, Ethan Edmondson was already on the field with the uh, uh, kicking block. So he had to run back off. He, he still was our holder. Um, and he had to run back off and get the other guys back on and run it. Right. Yeah, and Bowden is the one who uh, scored on the two-point conversion, correct? Yeah, that's right. It was Landon passed to Bowden and um, Mason Frank and Aiden Sindler. Aiden Sindler, I'm sorry. Aiden Sindler uh, blocked their one defender that was right in front of them, and they had one defender about six yards in the end zone, and Bowden snuck her in the, into the corner. So that was just odd. Uh, Kind of a typical screen pass then. Yep. Yep. Awesome. So, uh, thanks for that. Um, also, I'm sure by now, with the game tomorrow, you guys have gotten to watch some film on Blooming Prairie now. So, what can you tell us about them and what they like to do? They kind of run a lot of RPO. They got a really good quarterback. Um, number four, Drew Kittleson. He's 6'4", 200 pounds, senior. Um, Tall kid, throws the ball well. I guess he's going to MSU to play football. Um, I don't think as a quarterback, but just as an athlete. Uh, so they run some RPO and and throw it around, and they got a really good running back, uh, number 25. He's a senior, too. Um, let's see, his name is Tyler Archer. Tough kid, 5'11", 200 pounds, just runs hard. Um, they got another kid by the name of Carson. Renicky, he's a senior. Uh, he's kind of their wide out guy. Uh, he's their Mr. Everything. Give, him, give it to him on that RPO. He runs downfield. He goes in motion. They hand it off to him. They they got they got some athletes on their team. Uh, um, yeah. They're, well, they're well coached. Um, their coach has been around for a while. His name is uh, Chad Gimble. And they won the state tournament back and they they got a winning streak they're like they haven't lost since 2018 so they know how to win and and that's why they're ranked number one right 
Is there anything in particular on defense that they do that either you guys haven't seen much of or just a little bit about their defensive strategy? Um, they play. They have a four-man front, and they play, kind of play a four-five-two, and they just kind of move their their outside linebackers or corners back and forth wherever needed, and roll their safety down. Sometimes they like to play a lot of man. Um, they just fly around and make tackles. They haven't they haven't had a close game this year, and like their playoff game last week, they beat. doesn't sound like, at least from the few games you listed, that they give up a lot of points either. Yeah, that should be a fun matchup for sure, then. Yep. See how it all plays out. Both have offensive firepower with, with a tough defense, so we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, it sounds like it could, be, it could be a nice evening, but a little windy. Okay. So we'll see how that affects everybody. Right. And the game is tomorrow night at 7 in Janesville, correct? sure and can you just talk a little bit just about how fun this season has been um including obviously beating blue earth twice now uh once on the road and then last week in mapleton as well as beating jcc early in the year pretty soundly i remember back when i used to film the games for them back when shonic was still coaching i remember some tough games against jcc so that was a pretty big deal to beat Blue Earth twice and beat JCC once. So. Yep, it is. I mean, we're, we just got a special team with so many seniors and, and, and so many juniors. And, and uh, it's just we're close-knit, smart. We got probably one of the smartest teams in the state GPA-wise. Um, don't have exact number, but it's really high. We just got a lot of smart kids and fun. They're very coachable. They're just all-around good kids. That's what, that's what that's what makes coaching fun is when you when uh, you have good kids you see them them succeed and then you also succeed as a team so it's it's really enjoyable when all those things come together for sure and uh, I think that was all I had for questions but is there anything else you'd like to add or any closing remarks before I let you go? Um, it's 
going to be a fun game. I, I'm excited, and I, I hope we get to talk next week if we if we win. And um, we'll be playing if we win. We'll be playing the the winner of Jackson and Pipestone. Okay. Okay. In section three over there. Um, I'm not sure where the game's at. Maybe Marshall. I'm guessing. So that'll be a good game. Um, Pipestone won it the first time. So yeah. So it'll be fun, and I hope we get to chat again for the next game. Yeah, that would be awesome. And just really quick, just on that uh, topic. So with how they do state tournament brackets, is it that the winner of a section uh, plays the winner of a particular section? Is They have that all mapped out in advance or what? Yep, yep. There's a rotation all the time. So like the bottom four sections, so like say section one, which is Chatfield, Caledonia. Um, to the east, that's section one. We're in the middle of section two. Section three is Jackson, Pipestone, Redwood. Um, over there, St. James, Lake Crystal. Section four is Minneapolis North, uh, Norwood, Young America, St. Angus. So like us four, always there's a rotation that goes around every year. Every three years you play one of them. Because they want to split the state in half. That way, no one's traveling way up north. No one from the north travel way down south, so they split that state in half, and they rotate through those sections. Okay. And then after that first round, then then it's wide open. Then there, it's all predetermined. There's no seedings per se. It's all predetermined. So I think this year we might have to play if we make it that far, like section the winner of five and seven, or I, I don't know. But, okay. Yeah. Haven't looked that far back. And are all the games up in the cities at state, or is there one or two before you start playing at US Bank, or how does that work? Um, your first round of state is out, out of the bank. So, like, we'd go to Hastings next Friday at 7. Um, and then then it's the following Friday at the bank. Okay. I following Fridays. I gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for coming on again. I uh, hope we get to talk again next week uh, after a win, but good luck and thanks as always. All right. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. That was defensive backs coach Mike Swela of the Maple River Eagles again. Uh, we appreciate him coming on um, once again. Go Eagles and good luck tomorrow night against Blooming Prairie. Go Eagles.